This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 647 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Fleeceworks, manufacturers of the brand new TheraWool saddle pads. Beautiful enough for show, tough enough for everyday use, and all the quality you expect from Fleeceworks. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dr. Wendy Ying. Dr. Ying is co-host of the driving radio show here on the Horse Radio Network and a doctor of veterinary medicine who practices traditional Chinese medicine in her practice, Five Elements for Animals. She is also an active competitor in the sport of combined driving. Today's tip is about developing a fitness program for your horse. But before we get to our tip, here's a bonus informational tidbit from our sponsor, Fleeceworks. Well, I want to talk to you folks today a little bit about performance in a saddle pad. It doesn't just lie there underneath of your horse's back. It does more than that. Absolutely. Um, so, so, Judy, talk to me a little bit about um, thermal layering and the Australian Merino wool's ability to get moisture and heat off your horse's back. It's got to go somewhere else. So help me out with that yeah. whole concept because I'm a little confused. Well, what happens is people talk about breathability. As horses work, which we want them to do, the muscles produce an enormous amount of heat. And the only way horses can cool off, they don't transpire much through their respiration, and it doesn't come off through their head like it does with people, so they sweat. What happens is if you have that sweat next to the horse, you trap the heat, and you can start to get muscle breakdown, they say, within probably 20 minutes. So the idea is you want want a breathable pad. A breathable pad, how much are you really going to get out from underneath the saddle? So the idea behind sheepskin and wool is because of the fiber. Sheepskin is live fiber, and the wool is sustainable. When you put that on and it squishes down, you create pockets in between those fibers. And so as the heat comes off your horse's back, you've increased the surface area, and the heat can go and be parked in that extra space. The second thing that happens with the thermal balancing, as the horses perspire, you've got that hot sweat. And that hot sweat, you need to get off the horse's back also. And the nature of the Australian Merino is such that it's what we call hydrophilic in that the shafts are hollow and they can absorb 30% of their weight in water. So now you've taken that hot sweat and instead of having that hot sweat in between the fur on your horse's back, you've pulled it and put it into the empty matrix of the wool and the sheepskin fibers, which are away. So the idea behind thermal balancing is when people say breathable, it's breathable to an extent, but I think of it more in terms of we're parking this sweat and the heat in the sheepskin and in the wool and thereby keeping it off the horse's back. And there you have it. Now on with today's tip. Basic tenants to getting your horse back into work are the same for people or for animals. So for me, like I told them, look, I hate exercise and I don't even want to do exercise. I never exercise. So they gave me this little test to see my fitness. So my fitness level, because I'm an active person, was actually above average. So that's the first place you have to see. You have to see 
Are you driving? It's hard work lifting those champagne bottles. It is. I know. It's really <laughs> difficult. And also, you know, I told them I drive everywhere in my golf cart. I don't walk. Because they asked me how much aerobic activity I do. I said zero. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't exactly true. No, but and I didn't realize that. But on the grand scale of things, I actually do do a lot more walking than I realized. So you have to first evaluate your horse's activity level. Like, were they on stall rest for six months? Or do they go out in the paddock and run around with their friends? Mm-hmm. Or are, are they like a draft horse and when you turn them out in the paddock, they trot like five steps and then eat grass immediately? You know, so, so you have to figure out that point. And then when you start working, you need to start with your like large muscle groups first. So we all know that you should always start out like long and low and quiet and slow, right? When you're starting out work. So you should like walk around and get the blood going to their muscles. And then you ask them to stretch down and work over their back. So the reason why you're doing that is you're kind of using all their muscle groups, right? Because when you're stretched over your back, you're working your abs, like the horse's core. And then you're working their, uh, you know, if you ask them to step underneath themselves, when they're stretching themselves down, you're working the back of their legs when they step forward and then the front of their legs when they push back. And then you're working the shoulders, so you're working large muscle groups. So you want to do that first and get those exercised. And then you can work on more specific exercises for like targeted muscles. Like a dressage horse, you want them to be like carry themselves in a certain way. So you work on more specific muscles in the neck by doing exercises like tighter circles. For driving, for example, like we actually don't do a lot of lateral work, but, you know, there are some times when you're going to like spiral in or spiral out on a circle with your carriage and that works the inner, uh, the inner thighs of the horse because you need them to come and step underneath themselves, almost underneath themselves and across the midline. And that really helps work the inner thighs and it works the Gaskins. So those are all really great exercises to work those muscles. But if you say you didn't warm up long and low and you went straight to like tight circles or like this is something I see a lot actually. And um, I'm not like targeting any one group, but sometimes I see people coming from the show ring uh, to combine driving or whatever. And they, they, they don't have a good like slow workout plan. Um, but there are some people that do like a lot of zigzags where they kind of pull them off balance and, uh, you know, like trying to get them a little bit supple. And that is a good exercise to work the, the thighs. But, you know, they're trying to catch themselves. So that's working in their inner thigh muscles and their gaskins. If you do that before you do the long and low warm up, then um, basically those muscles will fatigue. Right. So you have your thighs and your gaskins are fatiguing and then say you try to do more like working trot or extended trot that's a good example extended trot extended trot you need all your lumbars you need your whole leg well if you have already exhausted your gaskins and your inner thighs now only your lumbars and your stifle ligaments and your sacroiliac ligament is going to be able to 
work that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so now you're setting yourself up for injury of, of the things that, of muscles that are really hard to fix, right? I mean, I, I think everybody that's driven carriage driving horses knows you're going to have something that has at some point pulled us lumbars or stifle ligaments. And maybe not rip them, but like, you know, sore in those. So the best way to avoid that is to slowly work up to that fitness level, to have a good plan. And I, and I think in the past, like, especially for me with exercising, I wouldn't have a plan. I'd be like, I'm going to go out and get in shape and jog or do something. And then I'd hurt myself and then I wouldn't want to do it anymore. So then after you work on um, like whatever is specific to your discipline, the exercise that you want to get done, um, like isolating certain muscles, then you would want to finish with the long and low again. And when Just you say, say long and low, what do you mean? Okay, long and low is not like peanut pushing. You know, long and low is like um, you have to get them to use their core. So you sometimes hear people say, come over their backs. Mm-hmm. Right. So the horse has like this whole apparatus. It's like a circle, you know, with the nuchal ligament that attaches the head to the withers. Then they have their lumbars, not the lumbars, but their longissimus so that their back muscles. Right. That's the muscle, the long muscles that run along your spine and then the hamstrings and then the uh, all the ligaments that go down to the foot. So that's like the stay apparatus. So that has to, those are the top muscles. Then the underneath muscles are all the ligaments that run up the front of the leg, the abdominals, and then the lower neck muscles. So you, we've all seen horses that, you know, pull against the bridle and then build up this lower neck bulge, right? And you don't want that. So what you need to do is like relax the lower neck and stretch out the strap muscles of the neck. So you kind of want your horse to push his nose out, keep going forward, keep the engine going so they steps under with his hind legs and then stretch over his back, meaning kind of contract their abs. So if you ever have seen people do those belly lifts in the, in the um, aisle mm-hmm. and they're getting ready, you have to think about, you want them to contract their abs when they're poking their nose out. And step underneath themselves. And if you do actually do that with your own body, you can feel your own abs working. So the same thing with the horse. So same thing with the horse. And that's how you want to end and then end with a nice long walk. But even when you're walking, you don't want to. Um, and you know what? I'll ha- I really have to thank Randy and Katie Cadwell of Tremont Farm for all of this. Because even though like this gym lady today inspired me. And sorry, not gym lady. The personal trainer, Robin, um, inspired me today about this talk. Randy and Katie really like made me see the light about the horse using their body properly because if they use their body properly, you have so many less injuries. And like my riding instructor, Mary Jane Benson, when she taught me my horse was straight, which I talked about a couple weeks ago, like I had so many less injuries. Because you're teaching your horse to use his body in a correct, symmetrical manner. And 
they it makes their job easier and their job is to do whatever discipline you do so it makes their job easier to do and then is less physically taxing on their body so i think that's a great goal for anybody to achieve no matter what your discipline well there you go thanks to wendy and glenn the geek over at the driving radio show to listen to all of wendy's tips just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left If you just can't get enough of Wendy and Glenn, you can listen to them every week on the Driving Radio Show, drivingradioshow.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible and they make awesome saddle pads. Today's sponsor has been Fleeceworks. Ask for their new TheraWool saddle pads at your local tax supplier or you can visit them online at fleeceworks.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.